Hi everyone, good evening. Okay, so before I start this episode, I know that the super typhoon has just happened. So I wish that's my baby right there. Okay. Alright, I hope everyone is safe and dry um, from the past super typhoon that hit the Philippines. I hope you are doing well and there's no electricity outages in your area. And I hope you have internet so that you can listen to this podcast as well. But um, yeah, I believe except for Bulacan or Pampanga areas, I think everyone is doing pretty great and well. So, okay. This episode is um, going to be a very personal one. Yes, that's my baby right there. Okay. Yeah, she's speaking as if she's talking to you guys. And yeah, I, th- I think it's going, <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, she's here beside me because actually this is a very personal episode. And I wanted to talk about something that I just recently learned for the past month actually um the past few weeks is are not very easy for me i have had several depressive episodes for the past month and i can say that it it was really debilitating to a point that i cannot get up in the morning it's really hard for me to get up or just function or move in the morning and i don't think that i I, I cannot really think that I was able to survive those episodes. Um, my face felt numb, my hands felt numb, and uh, my consciousness feels like uh, a dream. It, it feels like I'm in a dream. It's a surre- surreal feeling. feeling. Um, and my reality and dreams are already mixing. And there were days that I was so depressed that I was not able to... To, to you know uh, determine what is what is reality and what is not um, reality so what is dream versus reality I cannot differentiate the two <laughs> yes that's my baby right there and all the reasons uh, and she's one of my reasons for fighting so okay the topic of this session is the love that heals for the past few days uh, I was just you know asking asking myself asking my husband and I was I was also praying to God that um, when when is that when will that day when is that day will come that I will not experience depression anymore and if I am going to heal how am I going to heal Yes, I take medications. I I'm, I'm already taking three of them. Uh, I have I, I have what I call the perfect trifecta. I have the stabilizer. I have the methylphenidate, and I have the antidepressants in the morning. So, these medicines basically keep me human functioning, and it it's giving me the ability to just function for every day, so to say. Um, my life is very demanding in a way that i am a mom i am a wife i'm taking care of my baby and you know i have to be emotionally available i have to i have to take care of them emotionally my wife and my husband (laughs) but there 
comes to a point in a person's life wherein you are so down and hopeless and helpless and that kind of pain is unexplained explain unexplainable i i cannot wish that on anyone even even if you are the worst person in the world i wouldn't wish that on anyone that kind of pain that will will hinder you from moving from from doing anything and you cannot even explain it to somebody who doesn't uh, experience depression it's really hard and i was just asking myself if when when will you be able to wake up from this when will you be able to be back on your feet again when will you be able to enjoy the things that you usually enjoy or when you will be able to just socialize because i have been withdrawing a lot for the past few week, weeks uh, whereas, uh, I don't have any energy to go to church I don't have any energy to talk to somebody about what I'm going through because it takes energy to do all of those stuff and I have to preserve energy because uh, I don't have any <laughs> um, if, if it weren't for my medications um, I will not be able to just work or function and the days are just passing by so fast uh, that it, it, it felt like the time is running by me uh, you know when I wake up and then I work and suddenly it's already evening I don't know what to say that's how that was that's how my life was for the past few weeks so um I asked I asked myself and I prayed to God um, aside from the medications and the support I'm getting from the, my mentors and my friends and my husband and my family what is that one thing that will heal me after three weeks <laughs> I just got the answer last Saturday um, it is that love that heals you what kind of love so that kind of love that is patient is kind um, does not give up on you and understanding doesn't keep record wrong so I mean let me elaborate more on that so I realized that during those days and weeks that I was weak I was I was feeling numb literally both both physically mentally and emotionally during those times that I cannot do anything my husband was just patient with me during the process of that for one month for good one month when I tell him that I can't move what he will do is he will buy me something cold so that I can, you know, I can stimulate my face, my tongue, my lips, uh, just, just, just to get that feeling that I am alive. Basically, I am alive. Um, and then when I tell him things, my, my traumas, my fears, my pains, 
he's just open to listening to what I'm about to say. I know I have been saying all of those things repeatedly over and over and over again. Um, even years, I have been talking about them for years now. And he just patiently listens to me, always validating me and my pain and always giving me feedback and letting me know that I am loved and I am cared. And that hit me. That kind of patience, that patient love has started its healing process in my heart. Because for once, I was validated. For once, I was heard. And my husband just let me be vulnerable, take my time to process and, and my pain, to feel the pain, and be vulnerable like that. And even if there are days that I, can, I cannot be a mom, I cannot be a wife, my husband understands. And he, he patiently listens, he patiently reaches out to me. And bit by bit, the way, the way he loves me every day, I have seen, I have seen that healing journey takes place, is taking place already. And you know, for somebody who has, you know, this podcast is about ADHD. For someone who has ADHD, our default mode network, when we are not doing anything our mind just remembers the things the bad things that has happened even if it already happened few years ago our mind is just like replaying and repeating all of those all of those moments painful moments and because of that we are we 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 are being wounded over and over and over again by those painful experiences and i guess the healing takes place when somebody validates what you're feeling, goes it through with you, and you know, when when you're when you're trying to listen and be kind for for a person who has depression, just by listening and and validating what they have to say really do wonders. It 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 initiates the healing process in their hearts, and. That's what I felt last weekend. Um, I cannot, I just, I just cannot start to explain how wonderful it can be to have that kind of love in your life. That's somebody who's willing to listen and be patient with your process. Be patient with you when you're in pain. And even if your stories are already being repeated a thousand of times, they are there and they are listening as if your story is new every time you're telling it. And for once, I felt I was heard, I was listened to, and I was believed that what I'm going through is real. And I cannot I cannot be more grateful than that. I mean, I'm really grateful, you know. 
I'm so grateful to my husband who's always there for me. And I think it doesn't only go for the love of husband to his wife or the love of his wife to her husband. It also goes for your friends, for a, a parent to a child, a sibling to a sibling, a best friend to a best friend, you know, and especially a, a husband to a wife or a wife to a husband. Is that when we practice that love, that patient love of not invalidating other people or not calling them every time they make mistakes or being really patient with them with their small mistakes or hearing them out what they have to say even if they are wrong or if they are right you just hear what they are about to say because most of the times when people are telling stories they are telling the story of their emotions or of their pain or of their hearts it's not about what happened but it's about how they felt when they were experiencing those kind of tribulation or traumatic experiences or whatnot or whatnot and also what i also wanted to tell you that the the love that heals is kind it it it's not throwing you words that can wound you it's not throwing you words that can that can question that makes you question your worth it's not that that kind of love sees you as a good person a person capable of doing good things a person who's deserving of love who is deserving of care and when somebody sees us that way for the for people who are undergoing severe depression when somebody sees us that way that love will start healing our, our hearts, our sadness, our hopelessness. And it will bring you into a place of breakthrough. And I'm starting to get there. And for the first time that I was in my severe depressive episode, for, for, for the first time, I was able to get up. And just hug my husband and thank him for what he do. Even if I cannot be a mom, I cannot clean the house, I cannot do the laundry. I was so depressed that I cannot even play with my daughter. And yet he's very kind and he's very just patient with me. And just let me be, let me be alone or, you know, let me rest. And he understands what I'm going through. It's so perfect and it's so wonderful. Not, not, in, a, not in a way that my husband doesn't commit mistakes. Actually, perfection means completion. When you're complete, you're perfect. It doesn't mean you're, you're, you lack mistakes. It just means you're complete. And that kind of love that he shows me makes my heart, my broken heart, complete and whole again. And the last point is the kind of love that heals is it's not self-seeking. What do I mean by that? Um, most of the people who are now um, suffering from depression, from one point or another, they have experienced family who have who has narcissistic traits. 
what do I mean by this is that with the love from narcissistic people, they see love as transactional or they see people as, as you know, I can get something from this person or um, I can use this person for my gain. Those kind of relationships are transactional and it is self-seeking. It's very destructive, it's very toxic, and it can hurt the other party. So, the kind of love that heals is actually the reverse of that. The kind of love that heals is that when a person shows you care and kindness and understanding and they don't ask that from you in return, it is a self-blessed love. They are showing you how much they love you without asking anything for return. And that actually in itself is healing because you feel that you are deserving of all the love. You, even, though, even though we are humans, we commit mistakes, we are all deserving of love. And this goes for the people who are also who also have um, somebody in their life that's experiencing different mental health conditions depression anxiety schizophrenia bipolar adhd don't stop being patient and kind and selfless towards that person because i want you to know that you are the start or catalyst of their healing when we when we express that kind of love to any people who are experiencing mental health condition i want you to know that you're saving a life you you are saving their lives because i happen to to also witness um a very sad experience wherein a high school a high school batchmate of mine um, she died in a mental health hospital or yeah mental hospital um, and her friends were just crying during during the burial because or during the yeah the burial because they they got tired of listening to their friend they, they, they became tired, they became weary of hearing the same story over and over and over again. And they were like crying because they kind of, you know, blaming their sem- themselves, for, themselves for what happened. Uh, they, they were saying things like, if, if they just listened more to this person, maybe this person is alive right now. Or still living right now. Or maybe surviving right now so yeah don't stop i mean don't stop being patient and kind and selfless if you have somebody in your life that's going through a rough time right now i want you to know that they are in this emotional bubble they are in this pain bubble that they also want to get out trust me we do we want to get out of this sadness or hopelessness or very painful state nobody nobody in this world wants to be in that position ever even the most selfish person in this world doesn't want to be in that place 
we're not doing this to ourselves it is a part of how we respond to the traumatic events that happen to us and for the people who have this given condition for those who have ADHD it's not easy our our default the default mode network of thinking always repeats those traumatic experiences and we don't process pain in a very healthy way it it will feel like it's the same pain from five years ago until now it's still the same and we don't want that we did not choose that we did we did not choose to have this bio, biological framework in our brains and we want we want to escape that that depression that that anxiety problems that we're having so but there's hope so for anyone who's hearing this don't grow weary in reaching out to people if you're you know if you're a mentor or if you're a life coach if you're a pastor if you are if you are a leader leader in your church or whatever whatever um leadership position you are in if you have the influence to to bring goodness in other people to be there to listen to their flights or struggles do so because that is that kind of love that heals it is not it's not being that kind of love is not being judgmental of what they are going through but that kind of love is patient and it's making you whole and it is not self-seeking it's kind it's patient and that's that's when i really realized that that kind of love that pure love comes from god it really comes from him and even if how much you are hopeless right now always remember that there's a light in the tunnel there's a light at the end of the tunnel and i hope and pray that in your life you will also have that kind of love you will be able to feel that love like what i am experiencing right now and bring you into that place of healing and once you're healed once you're there bring that same healing energy to other people who's also suffering from depression i cannot explain the amount of pain and hopelessness and sadness that a depressed person feels and even if we want to move to be productive or to do the things that we need to do for the family we just can't it feels like you, you were you were experiencing some you know ischemic stroke or whatever but we just can't and i am really grateful that i have a husband in my life that shows that kind of love very pure and understanding not condemning love 
And I hope this kind of love will radiate everywhere. In churches, in families, in friendships, in mentorships, and everywhere, everywhere else around us. So, yeah. I was trying my best not to cry <laughs> during this episode, but tears are already running down. And I hope this message of hope will be able to touch your hearts and for those who are listening that they have somebody in their life who's also having a hard time right now don't give up on them just be patient keep on being patient keep on being kind and keep on being selfless actually there is one verse in the bible if you're if you're agnostic or if you're not believing in god just just hear me out this is a very very nice passage it's from first corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 to 8 god actually described what love is love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. This is a very touching um, Bible verse. And... Now I have a full and a better understanding of it that this kind of love heals you. Whatever you're going through, you're, whenever you're ha- you have depression or anxiety or panic attacks or you know, you're very frustrated with life, if you have that somebody in your life that shows you this kind of love, healing is guaranteed. And I'm just, you know, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still alive because of this love. For without this kind of love, you know, maybe I'm not here anymore or I'm not talking anymore. But I have this kind of love in my life and I hope you will be able to find yours too. And don't, don't lose the faith that you will be better. Tomorrow is another day and yeah give that kindness and patience and selflessness to other people let's be a community of people who are giving this kind of love to each other and even if we don't experience this in our homes now uh, keep that hope in your heart that someday you will be in that very sweet place a home where there is no condemnation where there is kindness where there is patience a love that will never fail you so if you're here if you're listening to this right now i hope in a way i was able to help and i was able to lift up your spirit it took me three weeks 
few weeks to come up with this content and I am just grateful that God answered my question. So there you go. I hope you will have a wonderful day ahead. And always remember, be that kind of love. Be that kind of change. And everything else will follow. So goodbye and thank you for listening.